Alright, playboys and playgirls, now that the hot boy, hot girl summer is over, and y'all know it's the, we're going into the fall, and y'all are going to need new backpacks for school, work, and yes, even the gym. So, our, we have partnered with Muslim Backpacks in order to give you guys a new backpack that can actually be styled into three ways. It can be carried as a regular backpack, a duffel, or even, guess what? You guessed it. A gym bag. And with our discount code, WRYH10, you can receive 10% off of your first purchase when you head over to Muzum, that's M-U-Z-M-M, backpacks.com, and make your first purchase. Once again, that's M-U-Z-M-M, backpacks.com. Let them know that Lonnie and Marla sent you. Now let's get into this show. Talk of the Game album, mm-hmm. the masterpiece, okay. the album of the century. For why? You want to get kicked out? <laughs> you can leave. If you're not going to respect Kelly, you can get out. She has all the respect. I just didn't listen to that album. Go listen to Red Wine, and we'll have this conversation as I sip on some red wine. That's bitch. I, I'm going there. You're going to deal with it. And you see all the you see this hand movement and this neck rotation going back and forth and this <laughs> one finger and how I am letting you know I'm not the one to be fucked with. You see all that? Uh-huh. Say what? What do you mean, uh-huh? Uh-huh. What do you mean, uh-huh? uh-huh. See, so I'm talking about y'all niggas be drawn or whatever. Uh-huh. 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 I'm not doing this shit with you this week, Marlon. Oh, my God. Love you, Mina. Uh, whatever. You always say that when you're trying to dismiss me. Mm-hmm. Anyhow. Hi, guys. Um, Better late than never. Um, cough. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I told you I'm going to get you this whole episode. So, listen, you guys, we were supposed to record last night um, due to scheduling changes. We did not, but here we are. And I like to say that it was kind of God's timing for us to delay recording for a day. Um, I woke up this morning, okay? And like most people, the first thing I do is check my alerts on my phone, see if I got anything overnight, whatever. And then just so happened, I opened Instagram, and I promise you, I was halted in my morning commute. Um, We got word overnight last night that um, John Witherspoon had passed away. Um, For most people, especially like our age, um, I want to say... Hell, even the newer generation knows who the hell John Witherspoon is. Right. If you've ever watched Friday, House Party, or even a fan of the animated series, The Boondocks, or even watched The Wayne's Brothers, the the resume goes on. This For man was comedic gold. Yes. Um, a lot of people, and I know some people have seen all, all over social media where people are just like sad and everyone's probably looking, some people probably looking like, why y'all had to like y'all care? No, bitch, we grew up with John Witherspoon in our homes. That's true. So it's like a lot of us feel like it's a deep death because and it kind of feels a little personal because it's like we grew up with him. Right. We grew up on him. It's kind of like how I felt with Bernie. I was hurt when Bernie Mac died. Yeah. I was just devastated. Yeah, it was just hometown hero for me, so. <sighs> that, listen, there'll never be another. And 
I literally have gotten to the point where I no longer say rest in peace. I just say thank you because all I know is at this point, and if you're like me, a fan of the boondocks, Aaron, Aaron, hey, let's talk. No, let it die. Unless granddad's lines are already pre-recorded before you actually decided to finish the sketching. I want you to leave it alone. Love you, mean it, and I mean every word of it. Hi guys, it's time for scroll one. I had to take a moment to say rest in peace to John with his phone, and we're gonna get right in line. And I was telling Marlon, he said, "Hmm." I said, and we realized something as we were putting the outlines together for the show. I'm like they actually behaved this week. They behaved. Not a whole lot to work with. Somewhat, y'all behaved. We're gonna get to that. Let's start. Um, I have is a few things I promise we're gonna be quick. Um, first things first. Um, Brandon T. Jackson. I don't know if you guys remember him. If I'm not mistaken, and one of y'all probably would correct me, I'm not mistaken, and I might be wrong. Was he Little JJ? What show? Um, he had his own Nickelodeon show. I might. I promise you, I might be wrong. But Brandon T. Jackson. I remember he was like this funny looking kid way back in the day. I gotta look up. I gotta um. I am. DD him or something? I don't know. Anywho, nevertheless, um, he recently went, I want to say it was Vlad TV, and he spoke about feeling like he was Lil JJ? No. Roll Bounce, Tropic Thunder, Percy Jackson, and the Olympians, the Lightning Thief, Lottery Ticket, Lottery Ticket, Like know. Father, Like Son. Okay. And Percy Jackson, Sea of Monsters. Got it. Okay, so y'all got the synopsis of what he was in. So he claims that him putting on dressing in a basically putting on a dress for the Big Mama's House sequel, um, basically ruined his career. Um, I, I I promise this week I was on gonna hold back some of my shade coupons. Um, because I've spent out at this point, but I feel as if at this point I need to go on ahead and say it, Mr. Jackson. Um, it wasn't the fact that you put on a dress; it was the fact that nobody saw it for you even beforehand. <laughs> um, if you feel like that was the end of your career, um, please point me in the direction where it began. Mm. Um. I would love to know because I promise you, as you guys just heard, I mistaked him for another actor. Um, I did it unapologetically. I did it without remorse. Um, I did it unfazed and unbothered like real bitches do. Um, <laughs> I mean, look at the material. Let the whole know. Let, look at the material. Get it. Material. Get it. Material. Material. Material, bitch. I can't. Look at the material, huh? So, I mean, it wasn't that. And then he was saying in the interview, like, oh, it came it came with basically a crazy baby mother, problematic, and a bunch of, like, other things that came along with it. And it's like, sir, you have decided to basically not work since Big Mama's House 2. That's not our fault. I mean, that's the height of your career, man. Pay it. I mean... Like, I have nothing to do with putting on a dress because there are plenty of other black actors that have put on dresses that are still in the game and dominating the game. So I mean, if putting on a dress was the death of your career, then please explain how it was basically the beginning and the height and basically the milestone of Tyler Perry's career. How um, people like blaming on Quay, Eastside Evo, the people, some of these Instagram celebrities are people that became Instagram famous. How is it that they basically were able to jumpstart their careers by putting on said dress or said wig? Um, I understand you were saying that you don't judge people because of their path, but obviously you hold some type of resentment because it wasn't in aligned with yours. Right. I understand how you may feel. Um, I mean, I, I sympathize with you, um, sis, but moving on. <laughs> Just saying. Yes, he told you. Just saying. And we move on. Um, speaking of throwbacks, segue. Sip on this. Mm-hmm. It's time to sit, host. So, um, senior citizens can get people pregnant. I'm sorry, what? Senior citizens can get people pregnant. 
It's possible. Go on. Okay, so Flavor Flav um, has come to, it's come to fruition here that Flavor Flav has fathered a child. A two-month-old at the age of 16. Um, I'm so sorry. Because I remember Flavor of Love and even when Flavor of Love was on, even as com- as comedic and as as funny as I find it now, mm-hmm. as everyone found it as time went on, I'm still trying to understand why all these women were throwing themselves at him. And yes, no, you know it was my next question, right? Who is still touching Flavor Flav? Not to mention, at the time of the flavor of the time that he did the Flavor of Love series, he had a girlfriend, which was the worst part. And not to mention, he was having sex with these women. Yeah. He was having full-blown sex with them. Like, a lot of people think, especially when it came to, like, the um, the season finale for, um, like, one and two, right. where they were actually, like, in the suites and you, like, heard moaning and stuff like that. Like, no, they were really having sex. So, it's like, for two nights straight, you were fucking. Um, I, I don't judge Tiffany because I love Tiffany. My favorite, my favorite crazy site, like, my favorite crazy chick from reality TV is Tiffany Pollard. And you gotta know it's New York. Look at the material. Yes. So, um, <laughs> I'm still trying to understand. And obviously, this is a non person of color that um, conceived a child from Flavor Flav. I have several questions, and I've decided not to ask them because, um, no answer is better than one. Moving along. Okay. <laughs> you just gonna keep moseying along. I, uh, See what I mean? Uh, See what I mean? Uh, you don't even want to ask either. No. All right. Praise the Lord. Um. Uh. Speaking of praising the Lord, segue. Mm-hmm. Um. Y'all don't love segues. So Kurt Franklin calls a boycott of the Devil Awards and also I believe the Stella Awards as well. Um. For cutting. No, the, they were saying in the headline. I think the Stella Awards also got some is getting some of this work too. Really? Why? Obviously, um, as as expected, because a lot of people fail to realize or remember, some of these award shows are basically spaces that are created for basically non people of color. Right. So when you mention um, basically issues with police brutality or abuse of basically. Like police brutality. Yeah, police brutality and racial profiling. Right. Or basically unfair, unjust deaths at the hands of law enforcement where Kurt Franklin felt the need to speak out about them. He said basically that those portions of his acceptance speeches were cut out. Not once, but, but twice. But twice. And he called basically for a boycott because of it. Now, Kurt took to his Instagram to voice his, um, his concerns. Um... Thank you, Kurt. We appreciate you. You're a soldier. Um, I've always, always admired Mr. Franklin, especially when the world was trying to bash him when he revealed he had a porn addiction. And it's like half of you motherfuckers laughed at him, but will turn around and go to Pornhub, X videos and all that other shit and beat your shit and then laugh at him for having a porn addiction. But I digress. Or beat your shit and laugh at him. While looking at him, but I'm the one. So, um, I have questions. Any answers? Um, why is Kurt the only one boycotting? Well, because he's the only the only person of color, to my understanding, that's received an award from the Dove Awards. Okay, fine. These are things that are true. But, um, I mean, I find it utterly hilarious because not on his behalf, but the people that are basically reposting a video or questioning why he's doing it. It's like the same shit that Colin Kaepernick did and y'all sat here and y'all all wanted to nail with him. But even though y'all did y'all missed the you missed the ball when it came to the protest. And I have to say it because it's the truth. There's nothing wrong with protesting the NFL. Right. I'm gonna say it because it's the truth. There's no problem there's nothing wrong with protesting the devil wars. There's no problem with protesting anything that tries to censor your First Amendment right, which is the freedom of speech. There's nothing wrong with that. What I'm criticizing is the fact that none of you have even fathomed on what to do after you protest, Hmm. which is the whole point of protesting is to resolve problems. Now, all of you sat here and you laughed at Jay-Z when he decided to step on to work with the NFL. 
Now, everyone has their feelings about that. I respect it. Cool. My issue comes into play with nobody paid attention to what he said when he said it has now that you're kneeling, what's next? Mm-hmm. And it's like with this protest, what's next? It's like someone boycotting the Grammys. Okay, you boycotted the Grammys. Yeah, you sat this year out. You might have won an award. What's next? Mm-hmm. Like, and that's where we all have to get to, especially as a people. Like, what's next, sis? Like, yeah, you did all this wooty woo, blasey blah. All right, but what's next? Yeah. What are we supposed to do here? There's more to it than just getting the attention of the oppressors. Sure. Like, there's something that has to be done afterwards. I can understand that. So, much power to Kurt. Um, oh, Marlon, um, take a sip of wine. Why don't you? Um, yeah, I know why you do that to me. Is he about to say something? It's going to piss me off, probably. And that was him sipping, so you know he's about to piss me off. So, take another sip. Oh, shit. He really about to piss me off, then. Yes, please. I have a rant. Okay. This rant is going to be long. Um, It's not going to be pleasant to some people. And I don't give a shit. Okay. I've been building up to this. Though y'all been behaving, y'all been fucking up. Oh. And there's two topics that y'all been fucking up on all week, and I'm tired of y'all shit. Tired, tired. So let's talk about it. I'm about to get triggered, and I'm preparing myself for it. So, um, on Friday, after much speculation, um, Kanye West put out his album, Jesus is King. I told you. Thank you, Ganoy! I told you. Trigger alert. Okay, here we go. Trigger alert. Let's start the shit. Come on. So, he put out the album, and much to my surprise, um, people actually were streaming it. Um, the forecast for the album is actually supposed to, he's supposed to sell over 220,000 copies in the first week. Doesn't surprise me. Go on. So y'all talked all this talk about canceling him, then turned around and support him, and then y'all used the even more toxic phrase. Um, he's still a genius, or it, you know, it's basically it's gospel music, so we should all support it. Let's talk, shall we? What? Um, maybe y'all decided to have selective memory in regards to, um, Mr. West Kardashian. Um, (laughs) so I'm going to have to re-educate all of you and let's all have a history lesson. Marlon, are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So, um, all of us know the story of how slavery came into play. So we're going to take a trip before the idiotic comment that still triggers deep in my spirit. Um, We all came on ships, Mm -hmm. built ships of ships where we were uncomfortable, chained, and all these different things that was not a choice. Keep the shade. Mm -hmm. Um, And we all came to America where we were all given new names instead of the ones that we bought from the motherland. Now, here's another thing that all of us did not think about in the motherland, okay? There's only really one religion, and that was Islam. Now, besides Islam, our people, our ancestors, practice spirituality. This was not a secret. This is known. We practice spirituality. So, as far as it came to Christianity, we didn't learn that until we were in chains and we came to the plantation and where we were taught to have religion and praise God. Now, I'm not yoking anybody's young. This is a disclaimer. It is nothing wrong with you practice Christianity and believing in God. Let me start right there. Okay, praise the Lord. Work for you, work for you. Period. Okay, this is not a bash. I want y'all to pay attention to where I'm going with this because this is long. Now, in the process of Christianity, we learned when we came over and was forced upon us, besides Christianity, we were also taught basically hymns, Negro spirituals, mm-hmm. actual hymns that were written okay. that we end up inheriting and putting our own swing on. Mm-hmm. This was called gospel music, right? Mm-hmm. 
sip on that one. I want y'all to pay attention to where I'm going with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take it down. I'm about to put it all together for y'all. So, about what was it, a year ago, two years ago? I don't really give a damn how long ago it was. Mr. Kanye West went on to TMZ and said in front of a camera, alongside with an exclusive interview with the head of TMZ, and said, oh, so basically slavery sounds like a choice to me. Mm. So basically, y'all sat here, all wanted to cancel him because he said slavery was a choice. Right? But then turn around when he releases an album of contemporary gospel and forgive him. And y'all streaming the shit and want to use the most toxic statement, he's still a genius. He's still not changing his mindset. This man has gone as far as to saying that basically we are brainwashed to be in the Democratic Party when really it was the Republicans that decided that they wanted to free our people. Let me get him all the way the fuck together today. Spill it. So, you sat here and you put wool over everyone's eyes as you sat here and tried to do these fucking cult-like Sunday service um, shows where you wanted to flip all these, all these damn contemporary songs. Then you put out an album and you do all of this so that our people can sit here and support you after they told you they were done with it. <laughs> then, literally, the day the album was released, you go and you say that our people do not have a culture. We're cultureless, and you don't care about being canceled. You don't care about Black Twitter. You care about the opinion of White Twitter. But yet, y'all support him. But yet, please help me understand. And maybe I can level with you. We canceled him. Supposedly, y'all canceled him, but turn around and support him. But yet, fucking Chrisette Michelle cannot sell out a fucking show. She's still in turmoil. Mind you, all she did was sing at the fucking inauguration. This man has sat in the Oval Office. He has worn the mega hat. He has supported and endorsed this man on several occasions. But y'all decided to support him when he put out a fucking album. But y'all want to cancel everybody left and fucking right. But, oh, it's gospel. We should support him. No, bitch, you should have stood your fucking ground. Mm. You should have stood your fucking ground. You don't like him. You told him he was canceled. You pulled your support from him. But then y'all turn around months later, almost a year, probably two years, and support him. If y'all support Kanye and the words of fucking Huey Riley, uh, Huey Riley, Huey Freeman, if you love him, if you support him, then get to him some damn help. Because I promise y'all, his mother would not approve of any of the shit that he's done in the past couple of years. At all. So you cannot tell me, oh, you need to forgive him. No, the fuck I don't. <laughs> and this is coming from a lover of his music, before Jesus, before Yeezy, this is comes from a lover of his music. This man has lost his fucking mind, and it's beyond him getting help, because we all know he has some type of help, but it's beyond that. It's the fact that y'all will sit here and claim y'all cancel people to turn around and take it back after the same shit with H&M. Mm. Woo. I was not prepared. <laughs> I said I was holding on to it. I said it. You were holding on to it. I was holding on to it because I went off on Twitter. I went off. I'm like, y'all got to be fucking kidding me with this bullshit. Y'all have got to be fucking kidding me. Because it's gospel music? Because it is gospel music. But this is the same man that made a song called I Am A God. The same man that wanted to release an album named Jesus. And he did release it. Uh, album named Jesus. Which is blasphemous, pretty much. And y'all supported him. Y'all still stood in lines and waited for him to pop up at fucking anywhere that he was holding these fucking Sunday service cult meetings. Then, the part that really kills me, that I honestly didn't get the chance to talk about, he did one of these shits at fucking Howard University. Yeah, that too. And he's still sitting here, oh, they try to tell me how to, I should vote. That's a form of mental slavery. <laughs> you didn't even vote in the last election, you asshole. 
Yeah, that Chrisette Michelle comment hit a whole lot different when you said that. You're absolutely right. This girl went on a press tour apologizing. apologizing. A press tour to apologize. It was a whole fucking article about how literally her concert goers are nearly in half since that inauguration. In half. Mind you, this woman can sing circles around majority of the women on radio right now. This is true. Sing circles and not try. But y'all canceled her. Mind you, she even said, I didn't get to meet him. At all. Right. And, and the payment wasn't even as high as everyone thought it was. Right. She said this from her own mouth. This girl has been suffering ever since to the point where she got diagnosed with bipolar disorder. She was losing sleep. She was depressed over this shit. But yet, y'all turn around and forgive this motherfucker. Y'all still buying Yeezys? In seconds. In seconds. Y'all still supporting him? Y'all still buying Yeezys? Y'all still buying the shit that he actually designs that comes from Conway? It's farm clothes. Child, did you not hear that they got cursed out by Wyoming? Like somebody in Wyoming ended up telling them, writing them, and telling them off? No. Oh yes, bitch. This is my whole problem with cancel culture in general, along with the whole Kanye West thing. And we just saw a slight clip of Barack Obama addressing it. This is not activism, right? So how can you sit here and effectively say I cancel so and so? Okay, you canceled them, but you're not writing against them. You're not sitting here marching against them, opposed to their support. And even if someone were to organize a cancel Kanye or a mute Kanye march, not everyone's going to jump on it. They're like, no, he still make good music. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Bitch, y'all sound like the same people that still support R. Kelly. Pretty much. And look at how long it took to vindicate him. Bitch. I, let me reiterate with Robert. In case y'all needed another reminder from me, because Lord knows y'all have heard a whole episode of me going off on Robert. He's going to jail this time, girls. <laughs> Feds ain't trying to let him go. They consider him a risk to society. He ain't going home. Nope. He's going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> He's staying in prison. He's going to federal prison. Leave him there. Okay? Leave him there. Whew. Mm. Do you have anything to add? I don't. Because it's all... (laughs) It's all a mess. And and you... You went in and you let her. I had to. I had to. It got on my nerves. (laughs) Yeah. Another thing that triggered me, and Marlon, me and Marlon watched it. So Slim Thug decided to put out a PSA about why men cheat and basically blames it on women who always flirting and entertaining other dudes. And, you know, at one point, you know, it sounds like you can, um, you okay, you need water? I'm okay. All right, praise the Lord. It sounds like you kind of could side with him in the very beginning and then. He bordered into rape culture. I mean, he swerved in that lane so goddamn quick. So quick. So quick. It took less than 30 seconds. Less! So he then he goes into they wear, like what women wear. And this is my thing. First and foremost, let's be perfectly clear. Our people, and I can speak for black men. Black men, and I hate when Charlemagne and um that little short motherfucker I don't like. Um, started this whole black men don't cheat movement. Let us be perfectly motherfucking clear. Completely clear. Black men cheat. Okay? They cheat at they they breathing, they cheating. You in a relationship with him nine times and ten says he out here cheating. He he dicking and sticking. Okay. There's not even a bar of soap involved. He moving. All right. Oh my God. There's barely a bar of soap involved, no mouthwash. Trust me, you says. Go through that if let me let me give y'all a test. And I promise y'all, if y'all do this test, record it, and I want y'all to at us. <coughs> if you do this test, I want you to at us. I want you're in a relationship with a dude, right? Take his phone and run. <laughs> if that 
nigga run after you when you take his phone? Leave. Oh my God. Don't stay. Leave. You want to know why? Because if he runs after you, there is something in that phone that he don't want you to see. And I am a firm believer in a relationship. Your shit is yours and mine is mine. I'm not going through your phone. I ain't got time. If I even feel the need to go through your phone, we need to break up. If I feel the need to even unlock your phone, put in your pin code, and go straight to your text messages, your Instagram, your Facebook, and Twitter, we breaking up because I don't trust you. And I can't be with nobody I can't trust. Mm. So I'm giving y'all the trust test right now. If you feel like that nigga is cheating on you, take his phone and run. And if he run after you when you take that phone, and even if you act like you got it unlocked and he chasing after you, bitch, leave. Kick him out. Throw him to the curb. He don't belong to you. He belongs to the streets. Okay? I'm just letting y'all fucking know. Ooh. um, (laughs) The last topic is actually the thread. And it seems like Marlon and I both need refills. Mm -hmm. And it's, I'm gonna, first of all, can we have a round of applause? Y'all behave slightly for a week. <laughs> I, I don't have scalding, but I do got some scalding coming up. Uh-huh. So let's refill these cups. We'll be right back. Let's do it. Yeah, I had to go refill that good old cup. But while we're here, thank you so much for your continued support for the actual podcast. I really do appreciate it. Um, please continue to like, which means you actually like what you heard. Rate. It helps us get us up with the rankings, especially with Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, which means you download. You don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. Would you like to keep in contact with actual conversation going on even after the podcast is released? And yes, I do check my social media handles on the regular. For Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, it is WRYH Podcast. Once again, it is WRYH Podcast. I'm also looking to collaborate with other podcasters. Would you like to be on this show? Would you want me on yours? Fine. Email me at wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it is wryhpodcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your continued support. And let's get back to the show. I'm pretty sure my cup is full by now. <coughs> me, 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 me. Tell me again. Oh, my God. That we can't be lovers and friends. Oh, it's a good look, baby. Tell me again. Come on, vibrato. <laughs> that we can't be lovers and friends. You better give me these crescendos. I've been over a long time. <laughs> but I fucking never cross my mind. Listen, I promise you, somebody said it on Twitter and I cried. They were like, why was Lil Jon so aggressive in Love is a Friend? I'm like, so threatened. Who's begging (laughs) for that cat? Who's begging for that cat? He wasn't wasn't even begging for the cat. Mm -hmm. Pay attention, he wasn't begging. Listen, that's like Teddy Pendergrass. Let me tell you something. Teddy Pendergrass told you to turn off the lights. You ran. Turn them off. All right, damn. All right, you're getting some. Come on, TM. Humble yourself. Look, humble yourself. <laughs> and we are back, as y'all can tell. Who shall? Um, um, the thread is kind of an interesting topic this week, and we're going to expand on it today. Mm-hmm. Not, that's right, take a sip of that wine, bitch. For the, for the thread, um... Speaking of lovers and friends, um, as of late, y'all went in on this topic, and I kind of chuckled a little bit, okay. and it was a little refreshing. Y'all had some type of morale left, um, but we got to talk about it. Um, this week on um, Friends Turn Enemies, um, Baby Mamas turned into wifey. It came out this week via Instagram 
that April Jones, who is Omari, the mother of Omarion's two children and also ex-girlfriend, is now dating his former bandmate, Little Fizz. And the two of them have moved in together. Um... Everyone has been calling him out on social media about this. Mm-hmm. Um, even to the likes of Joe Budden has called him out about it um, and saying basically, I pray for the patients that have patients of Amarion at one point. Because Amarion's been unbothered since this story has come out. Right. And it's been circulating for months and speculating that the two of them had a thing going on. Mm. Now, this code. It's an unspoken fucking code. If you and I are best friends, maybe even, like, we have a bond. We're cool. Like, I could come to you about certain things. Don't take my ex. Don't do that. That's rude, first of all. Now, I've had people come to me, and this is slightly personal. I've had people come to me or try to belittle me about dating my ex. And mm-hmm. I'm like, sweetie, we dated over five years ago. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But they still will find a way to try and disregard me or belittle me. And they're like, oh, well, oh, do I need to check so and so? Who you checking, sweetie? And this is kind of like, I, like I said, I don't care. Like, we're two completely different people. That's fine. But there is a line that should never be crossed when you have a bond with somebody. Mm. And there's a certain level of closeness. I'm not going to go after you. I'm not going to go after your leftovers. Mm. That's just how it should go. Now, certain people are savages and they don't give a fuck. They're like, yo, I don't give a fuck about that nigga. I would... we were alright, we wasn't tight but the other person could think otherwise and the whole reason why part of this came to fruition is because they literally earlier this year were on tour together Right. and they were saying, I think in some of the scenes of Love and Hip Hop that Omarion wasn't even really speaking of his mm-hmm. so it's like do you blame him? like you were a mutual friend of the both of us right Hell, they were on Love and Hip Hop together at the same fucking time. Talking, having scenes together and all. And you mean to tell me you're not only entertaining my ex-girlfriend and the mother of my children, you're fucking on a whole relationship and living together? I'll give them to two years from now. This is a whole moment, Scott, story. Like, just waiting to unfold. It's already unfolding. It's like the thing is that Monique's had, and everyone likes to talk shit about Monique's because, of course, delusion. But Monique's has valid points at times, mm-hmm. and this is one of them. She has said for years that Drew does not respect her as a parent. Mm-hmm. This is, and time and time again, we've seen instances where she is proven right. Right where he has completely undermined her as a parent and as a mother. I don't give a fuck that you date, and I want you to date. I want you to be happy. I right. want you to move on. Because if you're happy, that means my child is happy, especially if you, if my child lives with you. Right. You're happy, my child's happy. We're all good. Yeah. It's a certain conversation, and maybe parents will correct me, and I'm, I'm open to being corrected. There's a certain conversation that you should have when it comes to dating, even though two of you may not be together anymore, hell, y'all might have just been fuck buddies and you ended up pregnant and here y'all are. Right. There's a certain conversation that you should have with your children. With not even your children. It should be an understanding with the other parent, with the person you co-parent with, and them understanding if you're dating somebody, let me meet this person first. Mm-hmm. Before you bring them around my child. And you have some men that be like, I don't want to meet the, like, especially men. Like, I don't want to meet that motherfucker. Whatever. Da, 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 da. No, you should want to meet who your, who the mother of your child is dating. There's been far too many stories of molestation. Way too many. Far too many little stories of rape. Way too many. For you to sit here and be like, oh, I don't know who my girl is dating. That doesn't make, that shouldn't matter to me. Yes, it should. But that's essentially going to be a part of your child's life. 
which means this person is a part of your life now. Whether it's because that person's there or not, whether they have say in your in how you parent your child or not, that person is still around. Right. And even I think it was a skit. I mentioned Eastside Evo earlier, and he started going on skits advocating domestic violence on the on the side of men. Like men that go through domestic violence, and mm. yes, contrary to belief, it happens. It men go through domestic violence, and he was speaking about because he has a strained relationship with uh, one of his children's mother, and to the point where she withholds the child from seeing him, and he reenacted the last time he saw a child, and one thing that she didn't like went on, and she ended up just taking the child back with her, and the dude that she was dating just so happened to be in a car. And he came out like, I thought you were just dropping her off and we were leaving. And he's like, bro, you see what she's doing? Like, you think it can't happen to you? He's like, listen, that's none of my business. At the end of the day, yes, it is. Because if you get her pregnant, the same thing can happen to you. Mm-hmm. So, in this instance, I have to say, this is petty. It's beyond petty, actually. It's very petty. Because I can understand... Of course, things happen. Right. I'm de- I'm dating my I'm dating my dude's ex bandmate and his friend. I can understand, but this is messy, and you got your kids looking at you. Both of y'all, you got your son looking at you, your daughter and your son looking at you. Like the last time I checked, they know who that is. Right. They understand who that is. At the end of the day, they gotta have a relationship. There's business involved in this shit. Yeah. It's a mess. I just oof. like it's a it's code. It's really code. If I'm really like I said, if I'm really tight with you, I'm gonna talk to you like listen. So so pushing up on me. How do you feel about that? Right. Oh, well, you know, it don't make nothing out of me. You sure? Right. And I'm looking at you dead ass like this. You sure? I want you to really understand what you are saying. Well, yeah, go ahead. Next thing you know, they're all saying, nah, because you tell yourself so, so. I ask you. Yeah. I ask you verbatim. It's code. Literal code. You should not date your friend's exes. Mm-hmm. Like I said, especially if there's a bond and the two of you have a bond in code with one another. Right. It's certain friends of my certain friends that I had, that exes, I wouldn't even look their way. Mm-hmm. And trust, they pushed up. And I'm like, no. Right, back that up. Mm-hmm. 50 feet. No, I don't even want that smoke. I'm going to call him right now. Actually, I'm a FaceTime him. You want to get in the camera? Because I want no stain. Mm-mm. You want to get in the camera? Mm. Right. Mm. Oh, silly. Mm. <coughs> I, I just want you to know what's going on. <laughs> Got nothing to do with me. But. It's just it, it's very very immature, and it kind of brings to fruition what April's mom said. Not April, Omarion's mom said his mom had like some type of thing where he where she felt like April was only really dealing with him for to acquire fame, and once he once she got a certain level of fame, she was gonna leave him. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, they said Omarion actually left April. Mm. Now, I don't know. I just find the whole thing messy. Yeah. It's messy as fuck. It's crazy. But I'll let you know what people will do for more fame. Like, you. This is going to be all over Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. That's going to be their storyline. All over Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. And for what, though? Like for a storyline, right? But my but my thing with that is, is that like after the storyline is done, when that show is over, you know you have to live with all this shit, right? You know that there are those of us that um are not 
like riddled with blissful ignorance and realizing that this shit is all made up. Not to mention, though I understand this is how you feel, you do realize that this is all recorded and your children are going to see that you dated daddy's friend. Close friend. Mm -hmm. Because they were close. And you really wrecked a friendship like that? It's a mess. Bless the mess, child. Bless it. Um, y'all, uh, congratulations on behaving. I'm just gonna yeah. say that again. Yeah, y'all really did that. Y'all did for once in y'all lifetimes. Y'all did that. Mm-mm. Um, Marlon. Yeah. What is your mental health tip for the play? Ooh. I'm gonna sip on that one. Mental health tip for the Mm-hmm. Think about it. Let let the Lord use you. My mental health tip for the week is demolish doubt. Mm. Talk about it. More often than not, we doubt ourselves, our moves, our decisions shit like that because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we live in a society in a world of opinion and a lot of us build our lives and the boundaries of our lives around the opinions of others talk about it Jesus and you really shouldn't oh. you really should not because you will always be bound by the thoughts of other people if you allow them to dictate your life with their opinions. And because people have so much access to everyone in the realm of social media, the opinions are in abundance. And every move you make is judged. Every. Every move you make is judged. But I want people to know and understand that the only judgment that matters is your judgment of yourself. Period. Because other people's feelings and opinions are not your business. Ain't. And you should live your life to the absolute fullest. Hello, the way sir. that you see fit. Because at the end of the day, their opinions will leave your mind and you will be by yourself with your thoughts, with your decisions. So demolish the doubt about whatever it is you're doing in your life and go forward with what it is that you want to do. Come on now. And live your life to the absolute best of your ability. Live your best life, sis. And don't look back for nobody else. Don't look behind yourself because you're not going that way. Mm. That's it. That was a word. Come on now. That was a word. You, you really thought about that. Mm-hmm. Mine is a little different. Um, I'm going to say continuously give yourself the permission to feel good. Mm. meaning a lot of times uh, people will sit here and they'll put you on guilt trips or possible mood swings or whatever may have you and you'll get in a space where you're down and you're questioning yourself, you're doubting yourself you're wondering if I'm doing this, that, and the third correct get in the habit of giving yourself permission to feel good it's one of the most, it sounds so stupid but it's literally one of the most important things that you can do is not allow the projections or the judgment of other people to come on to you. At all times, you have to give yourself permission to feel good. You have to give yourself permission to make mistakes. You have to give yourself permission to actually love yourself regardless of what other people are telling you to do. Sometimes, sometimes, we have to take a step back, whether it's in our personal lives, whether it's we're talking romance, we're talking professional. Sometimes we have to take a step back and just remember who we are. Right. And understand it is our job, our livelihood as a part of our journey. You have to feel good. Mm-hmm. You're not going to feel good all the time. No. At all. But in the same token, you, it's your responsibility and it's your job to feel good. Mm-hmm. Period. Don't give someone else the power to tell you when you should and can't, when you can and when you should feel good. Right. Give yourself permission. You feel like you're getting in a shitty mood? Turn yourself around, bitch. Hmm. 
go around and remind you, I promise you, it sounds like the dumbest thing I could possibly ever tell anybody. And I heard it from another podcast and I'm going to say it here. Okay. Grab your genitals. I don't care if it's your breasts, your junk, in the back or in the front. <laughs> and remind yourself, you are that bitch. Sure. Okay? There's somebody that wants that shit. Mm. There's somebody that looks at it every day and afraid to tell you that they want that shit. <laughs> or they're jealous of that shit. Hello. And that's something to feel good about. Hello. They ain't always going to say something. Hello, somebody crazy? All right. All right. But just give yourself permission to feel good and stop thinking about if other people, how other people feel about it. Just feel good for yourself. Right. I think that's all I got for this week. Yeah, I like that. Um, tune in. Uh, I want to say, I want to get into the habit of us starting to take listener letters. Um, I didn't mention this before, mm-hmm. but we're going to get into it now. Um, I would love to start getting a list of letters. Before, um, I want to say, if not this season, I want to get into it after New Year's. Okay. Um, there's already an email address signed up, um, made. I just didn't get a chance to tell you guys. It is <laughs> ask a s k w r y h podcast at gmail.com. Once again, the email address is a s k w r y h podcast at gmail.com. Get into it now. Yes, we will read your letters out loud and for everyone. So if you want to alias, tell us. If not, we can say your real name. Also, I know you guys heard me a few episodes ago mention the YouTube channel. I am working on it. I already had the logo and everything. It's just taking some of these episodes, uploading them into an actual file so I can put them on YouTube. <laughs> so trust me. Right. I'm a coming. That's right. Okay? I'm the coming. Right. Praise them. Talk about it. <laughs> As always, don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe. It helps with us up with our numbers. We are everywhere on social media, WRYH Podcast. That is Facebook. That is Instagram. That is Twitter. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. Get the roll of the tongue. Twitter. Twitter. All right. <laughs> and as always, better late than never. Thank you, Marlon, for your continuous schedule delays. This is the last of the Mohicans, folks, so, uh, you know, we won't have to have no more late ones after this. I promise you, the next time you decide that you want to reschedule an episode recording, I'm going to take this flip-flop. I'm going to get it off of my foot, and I'm going to hit you No, don't hit me with the chocolate. I'm going to hit you with the chocolate like I'm Spanish. Don't play with me again. <laughs> As always, and he knows I love him. I mean it. Mm-hmm. I'm starting physical violence anyone I love. <laughs> All the time. Listen, that's how you know the love is real. Until next time, you guys, which probably be in a few days from now. Peace out. Bye. See ya. Okay, bye. <laughs>